Welcome to this very special Amazing Race 8 episode of URT Number, the Amazing Race podcast from Reality TV Warriors. My name is Michael Harmstone, and joining me, as always, is the Canadian who, according to the ladies of Vernon, has a bit of thunder thighs going on, Logan Saunders. Whoa. <laughs> Morning. <laughs> and I'm very pleased to say that joining us is the artist formerly known as Megan Lintz. Ah, uh, yes. Hello. Hello. A podcast that Logan has been looking forward to. Absolutely. Aww. We're, we're a very family-oriented podcast. It's a bit odd for us, because going a bit inside baseball, it's been like a month since we've recorded any of these, because I've been away and like Logan's been Logan. So, we're a bit out of practice, <laughs> and Logan's a bit tipsy after last night, because he went out for Halloween. So, this is going to be great. So professional, boys. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> The worrying thing is, this is more professional than we usually are. <laughs> so, Megan, it has been a long time since Family Edition. What have you been up to over the past I, 13 years? 13 oh, years God. since Family Edition? God, is that not a hard pill to swallow? Yeah, 13 years. I've just um, gotten older, got more gray hairs. No, I uh, I got married. I have four girls now. And I stay at home, so, you know, pulling my hair out every once in a while. Um, what else? That's about it. <laughs> I just have such a glamorous life now. If I recall correctly, you also made a cameo on The Price is Right? No. No, not me. Not you? Not Damn me. it. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong on that one. <laughs> Fake news, Logan. Fake news. Fake news, yes. <laughs> Fake news. Yes. <laughs> God, I wish. Maybe somebody can make a phone call, and I'll, I'll be on The prices, Right. Yeah, they okay. just have to bring uh, Bob Barker back to life, because it's, it's just not the same with Drew Carey. It's really not. No, that poor, oh, God, Bob Barker, God love him. Getting yeah. old. He always suggested for us to uh, spay or neuter our podcast, but we defied the odds over the past several years. Look at that. Look at that. You do succeed. (laughs) So, (laughs) Megan, can you tell us how you and the other Lindses were cast? All right. So, long story short, I have a very large family. There's seven of us in my family and my two parents, so there's nine total. We're down in Cancun. Um, had spent a family trip down there for about seven days on our way back home. We're sitting in Cancun's airport at, I think, like a TGIF that's inside. And we're pretty loud people. You probably noticed that on the show. Just kind of loud, obnoxious, but fun. And uh, Lynn Spielman actually came over and approached my parents and said, hey, have you guys ever heard of The Amazing Race? And, of course, as an idiot, my dad goes, no. What are you talking about? And my mom's like, shut up, Tom. This could be cool. Um, She said, we're interested in you guys. You guys seem fun. So we basically just went through the same process everybody else does. Um, You know, we we had to fill out the application, do all the interviews. We did our final interview in, um, in Vegas. And then that's when we found out that we were chosen. So in a way, we were recruited. But at the other side of it, you know, once we heard about The Amazing Race, we also did our research and we're like, this is a pretty friggin' cool show. Um, why not? You know, aside from the money, we're never going to travel around the world or, in my case, around the United States and North America for free. Let's try it. 
So that's that's basically how we got chosen. And as far as the, the biggest question we get is, well, how did you pick the four of you guys if you have such a large family? Um, my brother Matt was expecting a baby with, with his first or with his wife, his first baby with his wife. And um, she was like, you're not leaving, obviously. TJ couldn't get out of work. Uh, let's see. Uh, Nick could because he worked for my dad. So he was on the show. Alex was in college. I was in college. It was a summertime um, filming, so it worked out. And uh, and then Timmy, or then Bone was going in, I don't know, going into college, so that worked. And uh, what else? Timmy, the baby, oh, poor guy. He had summer school. If he had done his homework, maybe he could have gotten on the show, but idiot had to go to school in the summertime. And then, of course, my parents just said, it's up to you guys. You guys have fun. So but no arguing Timmy- with my family. Wow. If if Timmy was chosen, who would have been bumped? Who would have gotten the Matt Damon Ooh, treatment? That is a good question. I think, honestly, because I'm the only girl, <laughs> that's a win-win for me. No no bumping me. Um, I don't know. Gosh. If it were up to me, probably, I would have probably bumped Alex. <laughs> I was going to say, which of your siblings do you hate the most? I mean, everybody has a favorite, right, in their family. And the least favorite. No, I love you, Alex. Don't worry, I still love you. The, the problem is, I've just got one brother, so he's both yeah. my favorite and least favorite. Least favorite See? most of the time, but yeah. So how I mean, do you I go love from? Absolutely, yeah. You have well, especially now that it actually uh, paid off. <laughs> right. Yeah. If if we didn't win, we might have had a problem. Yeah, it just would have been a complete uh, meltdown. It would have been even better if you got the Schroeder family treatment and got eliminated in Cincinnati. Oh, oh, God, love them. I felt so bad for them that day. In fact, the Aiello's also messed up when they did the reflecting pool. Was there a fear amongst you guys that are amongst the cast in general that if they choose to go to your hometown, that there's just so much more pressure to do well and not uh, not choke? Oh, God, I, I would hope so. I would hope everybody would have pressure, uh, being that, you know, you should probably know your own hometown if you've lived there long enough. Um, but as far as, like, feeling of a pressure, I don't know. I think we it was just in the excitement of everything that no matter where we went, there was pressure regardless. But, yeah, I mean, if, if we came back to Cincinnati and we choked, I'm pretty sure we'd have to hide our, our heads in the ground for a while. Another trip Especially- to Cancun? Oh God! Yeah, we, well, maybe not just a trip, maybe a a move, an exile. Move. Yeah, exactly. Not. I mean, Cincinnati. I've, I've been told that Cincinnati is pretty big on reality TV. That you know, we've got a lot of fans here, so it was exciting to come home, and it was even better to know that we had won, because if we didn't, I'm sure we would have gotten some help from from friends and family around here. The house would have been teepeed and or and or egged. Yeah, yeah, and we would have never been able to come to a Bengals game again. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you would be stuck uh, stuck uh, watching the Reds. Uh, yeah, God. Did you guys ever get to meet the Flanders family? Flanders, no. They were the, according to Wally Branson in an interview several years ago, he said that the, there's actually supposed to be 11 families, and the 11th family was the Flanders family who got cut right before the starting line. Really? Well, that might have been the case. Um, I, I imagine they probably bring an extra team on just in case somebody else, you know, backs out last minute or a reason comes up that they can't do it. But 
here's the thing. Before the show started, before it actually started filming, they brought us all to New York, but we were under strict guidelines that we weren't allowed to talk to anybody because they don't want you trying to, you know, scheme or do anything beforehand. They want everything filmed. So when we got there, we were actually taken on a bus that had, I mean, even blacked out windows. And um, when we were on the bus, we weren't allowed to talk to anybody other than our own family members. So as far as my end, maybe Willie went behind the the laws of the amazing race, but I did not. So no, I was a good girl and I didn't talk to anybody else. So no, I did not meet the Flanders. If only Ned and Rod and Todd and Maud, Maud rest in peace, uh, <laughs> would have been a uh, would have been great. <laughs> I was not expecting the joke to uh, land that well. Uh, you did a good um, job. You did a good job. I've been waiting 13 years to use this joke on a member of the Family Edition cast. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it worked out well. You you done good. I've done I've done good. We're off to we're off to a roll we're off to a rolling start. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys think that because there's always a final memory challenge of some sort, and given that there was ten families of four, uh, did you guys suspect that the fam the final memory challenge would be memorizing the names of all thirty six of your opponents? Ooh. Wow, I've never thought that that would have been a possibility. But looking back, and now that you said it, that would have been a, a really good challenge. But it's you know like, what? With that said, I would hope that we all would have done it pretty fast because we became pretty close in the six weeks that we were filming. I mean, we we all had our nicknames for the teams, but we knew each other's first names. Yeah, it was it was a lot better to get to know the people in person rather than it coming across on TV where the viewer has to try and get to know 40 unique uh, personalities, especially in the first episode when it's only 40 minutes to know 40 people. Right. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> um, have you guys ever been back to the compelling states of Wyoming or Montana since your guys' time on the race? Yes. So when we were on the race, the, the only challenge or the only leg that we came in first place, um, we ended up winning a trip back to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Uh, I can say with a sad heart that I didn't get to go because during the time that we took the trip, I was a flight attendant for Northwest. So I could not go because I had to work. But my family members went and um, they enjoyed the trip and they got to go back and revisit kind of the places that we went and saw the beauty of, of Jackson Hole. I mean, it is stunning when to, to be able to see it, you know, with your own eyes versus in a picture or on a TV show. But that's the only place in, that we've ever been back. You didn't dress up in any 1800s or wide herb or Buffalo Bill <laughs> costumes? You know what? No, I don't, I don't think they did. No. No, I, and I wish I could tell you I knew what they did on the trip, but God, I got shunned from that. I didn't get to go. You were the one that got bumped. You got, you got the Timmy treatment. Yeah, I'm a little bitter. I'm a little bitter. <laughs> now yeah. you know how Timmy feels. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about his feelings. <laughs> so you guys, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. You guys were the first winners to come in second to last on the first leg and then end up winning your season. 
In fact, after you guys did that on the first leg, you guys were pretty much near the top, if not winning at least a legger here and there. What changed after that first leg? So, okay. So honestly, I think we went in and started this amazing race going, oh, we're young. I have three strong brothers. We're all in our early 20s. Like, it's totally brawn versus brain because my family, <laughs> I love us, but we're not the brightest of the bunch. So we try to use the muscle side of it. And we went in thinking, oh, we can just do this. We'll do all the physical challenges. It'll be a lot easier. Well, after pulling that Amish buggy, um, it was a very quick reminder that maybe we should try to use our brains a little bit more um, and, and think about these, these tasks before we just immediately go for any physical challenge. So I think that that was a big turning point for us in realizing, okay, you know, we can't just rely on, on our strength of, of muscle versus the, the strength of the brain. Speaking of the Amish buggy, I think you guys probably have the record for for the most potty humor related jokes <laughs> in Amazing Race history. What? No, no, really? That doesn't sound oh. like your brothers. <laughs> not at all. Not, no, I, I don't live in a frat house. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, no, we, you know, I, I can remember reading people's blogs and posts and all oh, those boys are so offensive and they're they're just boys will be boys and yes boys will be boys but yes I, I have six brothers and they're all frat boys and they're football players and they are your typical um meatheads if you will by people so, yeah. you mean logan uh, yes you too honey <laughs> thank you <laughs> You're welcome. You can join my family any day. We we have to get the the required Logan mentions in there, otherwise he gets a little bit funny about it and starts raging and things. Uh, We need to make sure he feels included. I get it. Like every 10 minutes, Michael just has to say my name just to bring me, just to pull me back in. Otherwise, I just space out and just completely lose track of what's going on and lose all interest. Well, we call that the Timmy syndrome in our house. (laughs) (laughs) Got to make sure we're all inclusive here. Oddly enough, I'm also the youngest in my in my family, so it sounds like me and Timmy already have so much in common. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, he's going to just love the fact that his name just got mentioned more than ten times in this one one podcast. Okay. Yeah, forget asking. Forget asking about people, your brothers who are actually on the season. This is just going to be the Timmy podcast. This is the Timmy podcast. You're welcome, Timmy. The Timmy show. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, as far as like the potty talk and yes, when we were in the Amish buggy, I can remember there was an instance. And again, this is where I fall in line with my boys and I don't maybe always be the lady, but Bone ended up, or Tommy, as you guys know him, um, ended up farting inside of the buggy. It was 90 friggin' degrees outside. I, I think it actually was aired and I was like, commenting on the fact that he just farted and I was like dying I was like I can't breathe this is so nasty you would think I'd throw up nope he made himself throw up because of it it was so disgusting it was so gross but it's what I live with every day yeah everything was just spilling everywhere out of him yeah he's he's a pretty foul human being no I'm kidding he's not (laughs) he's your typical man um so, with your brothers being all jocks and meatheads, how how did uh, 
how did Alex not end up as a Winter Olympic uh, ski jumper? He seemed primed <laughs> for that. Oh, that poor guy. I think he ended up doing the trapeze because he's such a feather in the air, isn't he? Yeah, we picked our heaviest guy to do the trapeze. I, you know what? Nick, it really is like, between the four of us, I would say he was the most athletic. Um, at that time. And so I think that just made sense for him to go, but I'm pretty sure Alex was a little butthurt about it. And then as we learned with Tommy, he's always butthurt, especially in an Amish buggy. Oh God. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) So of course, with your guys' season, least amount of international travel of any amazing race season by far, did yeah. you guys know about the limited international travel prior to the start of the race? And if so, when did you clue in like, hey, we're going to air back into Arizona, so maybe we're not traveling as much as we think we are? Yeah, yeah. I will tell you that none of us knew that it was not going to be international like past seasons. Um, I think... Honestly, it took about probably three legs, three or I don't know, what, however many legs we had before we left uh, North America or uh, United States um, to realize, wow, guys, I don't think we're leaving. And, and there was chat between the teams going, guys, do you, we're not leaving. Like, this is, this is insane. But with that said, a lot of people ask, you know, are you mad about it? Are you mad that you didn't get to go around the world? Well, of course. I mean, there was there. There's a little bit of bitterness that I didn't get to do and see the countries like other seasons have. But I also got to see, and I think a majority of my castmates will agree that we got to see our own country in a way that you know not nobody gets to. Not many people get to. And our own country is is stunningly beautiful. It ties a lot with our uh, Canadian version of Amazing Race, where they. They actually travel less internationally than what you guys did in uh, Family Edition. Oh, really? Yeah, like the last season that we're on, we do one season a year that airs each summer. And in the previous season, there was 11 legs and only two of the legs uh, left Canada. But see, I mean, among those those cast members there, do they are they in the same boat as me where they kind of can appreciate the fact that you're getting to see your own country in a way that like, you normally wouldn't or are they more upset about it no i don't i don't get the impression from because we've interviewed a couple of contestants from the canadian version and we've interacted with them over the years thanks to our podcast and yeah we don't we've never had anybody say oh traveling through canada sucked balls or anything like that (laughs) yeah Uh, that'd be pretty bad if anybody did i guess you know but no i mean it is it is true that yeah you get a little hurt that like I didn't get to go to China or Africa or, you know, wherever that these places would have been amazing. But like I said about Jackson Hole, I mean, if you don't see it with your own eyes, you're missing out. Like it's, it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I think uh, traveling Canada sucks balls might have to be the, uh, the episode title, by the way, just to warn you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And no, don't do, this. don't do that. I'll get in trouble. Don't do it. <laughs> I'll never and, be welcome ever. Yes, your visa shall be, your passport is denied. I oh God, I might already be denied. I don't know. You, you might get a slight know. disapproving look in, if you go through customs in Canada. That's basically <laughs> a, that, that's basically a Canadian fu. You're that girl, huh? No, no, I didn't say it. Logan did. <laughs> Passing off the blame. 
you guys actually traveled through uh, Canada uh, during your season. Yeah. Canada sucked the balls while you were there, or was even even because even went through Quebec. Even went through Quebec. Mm. Is that where I think is that where we did the um oh the what is that game called the, where you push the thingy oh on ice and we went to the wrong rink curling um, oh curling. curling thank you thank you is that where we did the I think that might have been where we did the curling yeah you guys did curling you went you uh, searched for tickets in the massive Olympic Stadium and oh, I that believe was- also where you did the trapeze. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so let me tell you a little backstory of when we went to Canada. As soon as we knew we were going to Canada, we literally were super excited. And here's why. Not only do we, I mean, did we enjoy every single spot that we went to in Canada, but my brother Nick used to live in Buffalo, and he used to travel into Canada almost on a daily basis. So we knew exactly where we were going when we were up there. So we felt like we were like, sweet we got the upper hand this is amazing like we're like we've got it we've got it like how do you get to go to a whole different country and know where the hell you're going we do so it was amazing it was except can i tell you that stadium if they could shrink it down to size it would really help us americans for the next challenge okay okay that was miserable how close were the weavers to quitting that challenge they did they They did they actually they were went to the camp producers and said, "Hey, we're taking whatever penalty you can assess us with." We are pretty sure. I mean, obviously, I wasn't right next to them, but we're pretty sure that they were like, "We're done. We don't like this." And um, we're pretty sure they tried to quit. I, I think they got talked back into it. Obviously, they did. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, they were. They were not the most peachy team to be around during that challenge. Well, for many of actually. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, I guess we have to get get out of the way with the topic of the Weavers out of the way right now. All right, let's do it. What, yeah, what did, has anyone kept in touch with the Weavers after the race? Was the edit completely accurate? Was it actually worse than what we saw on TV? I, people have so All many right. questions about the Weavers and if they're, <laughs> if they're actual, actually real people. Dude, I know. I know. I I had received so many questions about them. Some people, you know, felt like we were being bullies and mean. And as far as the editing goes, I would say it was pretty accurate. What you guys saw, yeah. I mean, a lot of, I mean, no, not a lot. Every single team had their run-ins with them. We just happened to be on the entire season with them. So we were portrayed more or less, or more like fighting with them than anybody else. But, um. The Weavers nowadays, through Facebook, I keep in contact with Linda. We, you know, I think either she reached out to me or I reached out to her. And we're friends on Facebook as far as like everyday chitter chatter or every month or once a year. No. But, you know, you keep in contact via Facebook behind a computer. (laughs) Um. As far as the other ones, no, but I will tell you that from what I've seen from them and, and where they are in life now, I, you know, it's amazing. I'm, I'm sure they're amazing people. I think the stress of a, of a competition brings out the ugly side of people and um, they didn't like us as much as I think we struggled to enjoy their presence. You guys didn't get to see their little third leg meltdown outside the pancake house. How do you think your brothers would have reacted to uh, seeing that random dancing in the middle of a pancake house at three in the morning? 
that was so weird watching that. I felt bad for any team that had to be on that bus with them. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure my brothers would have said, Megan, keep your mouth shut. Megan, keep your mouth shut. Cause I probably would have gone over and been like, guys, what in the world? You're looking a little, little nuts. So like, what pills did you take today? Yeah, they probably would have Honestly, they probably would have used that as ammo to, to somehow make fun of them <laughs> in a nice, loving, kind-hearted way. <laughs> Who would win in a marathon, Tammy Gagan or Rebecca Weaver? Oh, God, what do you think? Tammy Gagan. I don't know. Have you seen, have you seen Rebecca Weaver's? I uh, dude, Dude, you mean recently? Recently, yes. Girl looks amazing. Amazing. You know what? Are we gonna are we gonna talk like like today's marathon or back yes on today's the yeah not not <laughs> I don't think there would be much <laughs> of a race fifteen years ago uh, today yeah. no uh, oh god that's a good question I don't know if Tammy still runs or not she I, does. honestly I'd probably have to give it up to Rebecca I love you Tammy but I yeah I think Rebecca would probably beat her in a race what oh, if I like saying that what if Rebecca then had to carry if if she got a big enough lead, if she had to carry Carissa for like a couple of kilometers, then then who wins in that situation? Ooh. I don't if know. She's the, got little ones like, nowadays, doesn't she? Yeah, She's got or, little ones, or, so she knows what it's like to carry extra weight. You know, like carrying babies around is a lot of work. Um, yes. I still, you know what? I'm going to have to go back to Tammy then. I don't know. I think she would just, once you're once you drop that that kid... <laughs> You're you're off and running. She 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 would feel the freedom and, and book it. Man, that would hurt hitting the pavement for uh, Carissa Gagan. Um, Poor kid. <laughs> she's not a kid anymore. God, oh, she's so old. They are this as of uh, two or three years ago. Carissa and Billy Gagan, as well as Austin and Kenneth Black, are now all old enough to be on a regular season of Amazing Race by themselves. I know. I know that is. That's a hard pill to swallow because they, they were the cutest Oh, with her. I'm smart. Oh my God. She's so sweet. That's I'm always going to remember her as what she was nine or something like that. Yeah. 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 She, she's always just going to be my nine-year-old, my nine-year-old buddy. She's so sweet. Speaking of the black family, uh, did you guys have any inter interaction with the black family during their limited time on the race? Uh, God, I wish. No, like I said, we weren't allowed to talk to anybody before we started. And then they got not, oh, I feel so bad to say it, but we, we beat them out in the first leg. So thank God. But uh, yeah, we didn't get to talk to them because once they even crossed that mat, like you don't talk, like we got moved off to the next, next leg. So, so no, we really didn't get to talk much at all. I think maybe after the, the, um, season finish filming like there's a little get together afterwards before everybody goes home i feel like maybe we chatted a little bit there and then also in new york when the when our season finale was going on but now i mean and and honestly I, I i don't even think i'm connected with them on social media so i really don't know what they're up to nowadays or or back then i assume that all four of them still take taekwondo, taekwondo classes together I bet they're all ninjas. Yeah, I hope so. Do you still watch <laughs> Amazing Race, by the way? 
So I do every once in a while. I will pop it on. Somebody will be like, hey, it's on, you know, or this this really cool season. It's fun to kind of keep up with it a little bit. But I have to admit that um, I don't really watch it like I did when I was on. <laughs> there is a reason I ask. And that's because in our last season of interviews, we spoke to a friend of the podcast, Scott Flannery. And he actually mentioned your brother, Tommy, and that uh, Tommy congratulated him when they won their season. Mm. and Scott said that they were already Facebook friends and Tommy was really confused by it, and that was because Scott thought that Tommy was cute when your race was on. (laughs) I don't know whether Logan remembers that story. Yeah, I have that in my notes. uh, (laughs) You're cute from many, many people, yes. I have very cute brothers, I know. We love Scott. Brooke and Scott are the only uh, amazing racers that Logan and I have both hung out with in, in real life. And they're just a revelation. Really? <laughs> yeah, they're so fun. I, you know what? I have I've met some people from past seasons just because I do, um, I do work with uh, Reality for Diabetes here in Cincinnati, and so she uh, she brings in um, other reality TV stars from all the different shows. But I'll, I'll meet some of the amazing racers. But Bone probably knows more just because he lives out in LA and still keeps in contact with like Mike White and, and some of those guys. So he does more than I do and knows more people. And of course, Bun's cuter. So, you know, he's going to get the admirers from all over. Mm-hmm. He loves I it. Be- I believe Scott's exact words on the podcast were that he wished to be T-boned. <laughs> oh my God. Oh! Disclaimer: oh He didn't actually say that. I just made that up. But the the great <laughs> thing is, I know Scott listens to all these. So hi, Scott. <laughs> hey, it would have been a good one, though. It would have been good. That's great. Oh, Bone would have loved it. In in a couple of weeks, when this gets released, I'll, I will just get a message off Scott, just going, "You absolute dicks." <laughs> <laughs> well, let let him know that Bone's uh, nickname as a child, before it became Bone, was Boner. So, you know, he's had many, many of those lovely jokes surrounded by his name. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Aww. It's okay. He can get love from everybody. He, he loves it. He loves the attention. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is going in the wrong direction, boys. <laughs> it was there, was there the a ladies. right direction? He loves the ladies. What? Was there a right direction? <laughs> oh, my God. Was there? Yes. The Amazing Race, boys. The Amazing Race. <laughs> well, we have to get one Tommy Lynn's more one more Tommy Lynn's question out of the way. Go for how it. many how many times did he unsuccessfully hit on Trisha Godlewski? <laughs> Every time. Every single time. That boy was smitten with that blonde woman. Oh my goodness. It was either, you know what? I will say that it was Trisha or um, Lindsay Branson were in the running for his for his love, or vice versa. He was trying to hit on them. Um, but as far as Trisha goes, yeah, Bone Bone tried, but he's at she was just out of his league. Couldn't do it, it was a swing and a miss. He'd be out yeah. there longer than the Red Sox and the Dodgers trying that to guy. just try trying to hit that home run. Yeah, I mean, if only he had made made that connection, then he wouldn't still be single. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, Trisha, the one who got away. The one that got away. Oh no, she's so happy now. God, I, I, that those would make some. Oh boy, those two would make an interesting couple for sure. Scotty sends his love. By the way, I've just told him that we're talking about him. 
because he loves the attention too. Bones actually in town today from um, or this weekend from LA, so I'm gonna see him here in about 30 minutes or whenever this is done. I'll let him know. Let him know that his his love says hello. <laughs> his bo- Bone has gone has gone Hollywood on us. Bone's gone Hollywood. Oh, yes, yeah. And there is there's a really really uh, enticing pun to make that I will not uh, not do make. it. Do well, it. I, <laughs> do it. Saying, do no, it. Peer no. pressure. <laughs> yeah, bo- <laughs> yeah. Bo- Bones got too much wood now being out in Hollywood. Um, <laughs> oh God. So, what what was the toughest task on your guys' season, and why was it scaling the world's largest office chair? Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, we had some interesting ones, didn't we? They were so exciting, like finding that office chair. Uh, so the question was, what is our toughest? What was one of the toughest? Yeah, what was the toughest task in your guys' season? Other than the office, other than climbing the office chair, which was a roadblock. Let me tell you, that was yeah, that was challenging. Oh God, um, the toughest, the toughest, the toughest. Well, I'm gonna speak on my end. From my end, um. I had to do the bean challenge, the coffee bean challenge, where I had to find one red bean in a mountain of 500 pounds of coffee beans. On the show, it looks like it took a couple minutes. I was there for 45 minutes looking for this damn bean. Um, so frustrating. And it's not like it was bright red. It wasn't painted bright red. It was like a natural dark red mixed in with the brown beans. And it took me forever. As a group, I will say, aside from the Amish buggy, which is pretty apparent that we struggled, um, as a team, building the train tracks was more difficult than we thought. Again, we thought, oh, we've got the muscles. It can be easy. That shit is heavy. So heavy. Well, I can only speak for my brothers. They wouldn't let me do anything because they're jerks. They're jerks? They're jerks. What was the jerkiest moment they had on the race towards you? Mm. God, try to be in a, oh God, what, six weeks with three of your siblings in a car nonstop, 24-7? There were many, many, many. Probably the most frustrating was um, when we were on our way to the shrimp boat. Or no, was it the shrimp? Yeah, the shrimp boat. And um, Nick's driving, and I go, I see a sign, you know, we're looking for this sign to get us to this boat, and... I see the sign out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, I just saw the sign. And they're like, shut up, Megan. Or I don't know what they said to me. They just disregarded me. And I was like, oh my God, you guys have to listen to me. Like I saw it. And then we go back and they're like, okay, let's see if Megan knows what she's talking about. And then we go back and sure enough, I'm right. And then they had to eat their words. And it's just, it, I think the most frustrating part was when they kind of just would disregard anything I had to say, not intentionally be, to be assholes, but they, they did it because, you know, they're the bullies. They, they think they know all. Would it be fair to say that at times you thought your name was Meg Griffin instead of Megan Linz? Probably, yeah. <laughs> Poor me. Poor me. I had a pity party. Uh, well, at least you get you get a fraction of the winnings there to uh, to have one hell of a pity party. You could build you could w- build the world's uh, biggest shoe. You could or the world's biggest office chair. Or I could build the world's biggest cage and stick them all in it. For the rest of their life, that would be nice. Yeah, and then weavers can throw uh, garbage at them. 
Yeah. <laughs> they can finally get their revenge on the Lynn's boys. <laughs> Are you sorry you locked yourselves in that cage? You Are you mad you be. called us the three little monkeys and the wicked witch? No. <laughs> You're still back to us. But we love you. <laughs> so wow. how many milliseconds does it take for you guys to decide to exercise your yield on the weavers? Oh, none. Uh, I mean, that was a simple, we had already discussed prior that we really weren't wanting to use a yield. We didn't want to be jerks in this thing. And we were like, we're just here to have fun. Like everybody gets a good opportunity. But once they really started to just get on our nerves, we were like, all right, we got to get them out of here. Like, it's just, it's weighing on on everybody. Let's just be the martyr for every other team. Let's get them out. It obviously didn't work. <laughs> um but it, it took absolutely no chatting about when we saw that yield and we said, done, done, just put it on, let's go. Do you know if any of the other teams had any alternative strategies for using the yield or if another team was up for contention for being yielded? No, I will tell you that as far as I know, because I think the Palos also did the Weavers too, right? I'm pretty yep. sure um, every single team said at any opportunity you get it, you get them. We just We were just sick of their... Um, behavior on while while filming and off filming that it was just okay they're just being annoying and we want them out like we just want people who are fun to be around and enjoy us and we enjoy them and so no we just every single team said let's just go get them out nine versus one very interesting oh doesn't uh, sound mean yeah, yeah that does sound that or or no no that doesn't sound mean 36 versus four Poor babies. Oh, gosh. Sorry. Yeah. They did, I mean, it, it sounds, I get, I get how it sounds, but if you were there with us, imagine just being with the most negative, like just, oh, God. I mean, you saw the Waffle House. It was, it's nutsos. Nutties. Yeah, could have had nutties on your uh, pancakes. See? Yeah. But you know what? They hated, the, 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 I don't want to say hated, but the Weavers did not like us or any other team, I don't believe, just as much as we didn't like them. So it was it was fair game. I mean, they, you know, they did it to themselves. I will I have the to Schroeders say... The really didn't like the Weavers. That didn't really make it to air. The Schroeders didn't really like the Weavers? Why is that? Why they, especially... They, be, because the time that they were on with the Weavers, they, I think, they, I don't know if they were on the bus at that time or when... But they just, they had it, they had had enough with their antics as well. And I mean, you could see it at the finale when the Weavers were crossing the line, the Schroeders wouldn't even clap. They were not clapping at the end of, of the show. I've heard, they just had I've had heard, it. I've heard stories that like very, that there was very minimal clapping when the Weavers uh, crossed the finish line that production supposedly used footage from when uh, the other teams were clapping for you guys and the Bransons? Dude, if that was their editing, maybe. I know that that there was more than one team. I don't know which ones, except I know the Schroeders for sure. Um, but yeah, I, do, I don't think they had the same welcome like, the, like we did and the Bransons did. And there was that unaired challenge after you guys crossed the finish line. You guys didn't get to compete, but I don't think many people know about this, but there's like a Ford or BP sponsored challenge where Branson's and Weavers faced off in a semi geography and memory challenge. 
Yeah. 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 We didn't do it, obviously. Um, so the Weavers didn't even do the puzzle like the like the Bransons and, and Nick did um, because they were that far behind. I mean, I think we were waiting there for probably almost an hour for them to get there. Um, and so, yeah, they, they got to do a challenge. And I believe it's the Bransons that won it. Thank yeah, God. I remember I remember watching it. I think I was on. I can't remember. I was on vacation, but I remember they they uploaded the clip online and okay. it wasn't even close. I don't think the Weavers even got a quarter of the way through it, if no. I recall correctly. Yeah. I think, honestly, it, to, to be fair, they were probably just over it. You know, they, they knew that they were um, just ready to go home. I, I think they just were mentally done with the rest of us. So, you know, good for the Bransons, though. Uh, during the middle of the of your guys' season, there was supposed to be a leg in the leaves. Were you guys aware of this at all? A leg in the leaves? Belize. The country Belize. Oh, Belize. And, uh, Dude, no, but that would have been sweet. I did not know that. God, you know more yeah, than you I guys, Yeah, you guys were supposed to be there, but there was a big storm that hit uh, that hit the country, so then they didn't let you guys go there. Wow. You know what I do know? I didn't know about that, but I know that um, obviously, so our family members that are at home can't have any contact with us and they really have no knowledge of where we are when we're gone. But I believe the London bombings or something happened in London during the time that we were gone filming. And that is when production did step in and executives were calling our family members just to let them know, no, we are nowhere near there and everybody's safe. Yeah, it would have been... July 2005 was uh, the London bombing. So, yeah, that would yeah, line up. Yeah, we had probably just, either just, I don't know exactly if it was, I mean, we left in the beginning of July, so I don't know if it was when it was. But, yeah, so that was the only time. But as far as Belize, no, damn, that would have been sweet. Yeah, instead you get to a couple of rounds in Arizona and Utah and Colorado. and The desert and, was just wonderful, let me tell you. So much desert. How did you guys think you were in Groundhog Day with the number of times that you had to drive a camper to a campsite and then oh. get a departure time and then do it again the next day? Can I tell you those catch up moments, you know, when you're going to a campground and it basically allows everybody to catch up. The, obviously, the only time we appreciated it was after our car broke down because we were in first and then we were in last because of that. But every time we had to do catch-ups, it was the most frustrating thing. Because you're going, sweet, I've got this lead, we're great. And then it's like, oh, just screw that. No, we're not. Everybody's back to square one. It was so frustrating. Can I also say, I've been to Fort McDowell, and yeah, it was the middle of nowhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's still pretty, okay? Everybody that lives there, it's, I like it. It's pretty. I like it, but... Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> like, I had to go there instead of Phoenix. Phoenix would have been at least slightly interesting. Right? There's got to be other places that were like, whoa, stuff to look at. We got to go to the Grand Canyon. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, I went to Fort Mandel before the Grand Canyon. Right? And we saw, and then where else did we go? We, You know, we saw um, uh, Old Faithful. That was, But again, even with the Old Faithful, that was a little on the frustrating side because you had to wait. And other teams could catch up because you had to wait for the thing to go off. The guys were to go off. So, like, as cool as it was to see it, I was like, uh, no, I, I, come on, come on, snap my fingers, let's go. Get this thing to go off, push a button. Yeah. It does. I know what, you don't push a button, I get that. 
<laughs> yeah, there's just this big, gigantic red buzzer that you just... That I promise I'm not as dumb it. as I sound. <laughs> Logan is. See, all the teams are equalized. Let's press the buzzer. It's a new race. <laughs> and Sorry, go. Bransons. <laughs> what made the Bransons such tough competition? Because they kicked everyone's ass for a huge chunk of the race. Okay, it, it, just look at them. I mean, they're like fit, beautiful women, and they're so intelligent. Wally is the, he's like this quiet dad, but like can just turn on this button and and do the job, which you saw with the train tracks. But like the girls are just physically fit and they still are to this day. Like they are just amazing human beings. They're great specimens. Yes. No, they, I think honestly, they were probably, when you look at like the, my team and the Bransons, I think we just matched up well physically with age and and just how how strong we are we're well my brothers and pretty much you guys were you guys along with the you two your those two families and the ILOs you guys were the only ones that didn't have really anybody super young in the team right and 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 I guess in that regard we got lucky but in the same sense it's almost like damn like that's embarrassing I mean uh, for instance, on the Amish buggy, like they were kicking ass and they've got two little kids with them. Like, how did that happen? I think they passed the ILOs. Oh, like, the Gaggins? Yeah. Like, it's how embarrassing <laughs> for those with the young teams. And then you've got the ILOs, the Bransons, us that were like, shit, maybe these kids are bigger competitors than we thought. And us being in our 20s doesn't mean anything. Yeah, Gaggins actually were very, were quite competitive and almost won a, won a leg. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we were in Costa Rica, and I will be admitting that I am not the most physically fit human being in the world. Actually, I hate running with everything I have in me because um, I suck at it. And I believe we came in second on that mat in Costa Rica because. Um, I couldn't run. My brother ended up putting me on his back, and that was a dumb choice, too, though. You, you so, being in your 20s doesn't mean anything. Not if you're unfit like I am, was. <laughs> the, the, I guess for all-stars, I guess there's a whole uh, physical training program to get you guys geared up. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> How starstruck were you guys by seeing Kevin and Drew on the first leg of the race? Oh, at the at the weenie stand? Is that yeah, they were at the weenie stand, right? Yes. All right. So I'm gonna be Did honest. you know who they were? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, wait, you guys I were do recruited, now. So you... <laughs> I, I do now. Sorry guys. No, we had no freaking idea who they were. I think uh Brian Paolo did though. Cause I think he said hi. So he recognized them, but yeah, we I'm sorry guys, we didn't know who you were. That makes it Just way saying. funnier though. <laughs> Imagine so if you ashamed. guys like ridiculed them. If you guys said, "Ha ha, those fat guys, <laughs> <laughs> they're just oh, extras." We would have been the assholes for life. I mean, we already are, but you know, it would just dug us a deeper hole. Yeah. Oh man! If only you guys had made jokes at Kevin and Drew's expense. That would have that would have rewritten the whole edit. <laughs> hey, come on now. I mean. We're funny in a nice way. We never mean any harm. 
Do you think you could have, uh, I don't know if you guys saw Amazing Race All-Stars that aired a couple seasons later, but do you think you guys could have outrun Kevin and Drew in a foot race? Yes. Well, <laughs> maybe my brothers. No, I would have trained for it. I would have been, sm- I would be smarter nowadays if I ever did it again. And I would actually train and get myself somewhat physically fit for the Amazing Race. So in that regard, yes. Have you guys ever been asked? Yes. Uh, so 31, um, Jody approached us and coincidentally, my brothers were all at my youngest brother's bachelor party in Austin. And I said, Jody, is this serious? I mean, you really want me to go down there and crash their bachelor party to get to do this application and, and everything else? She said, yes. I went down there, paid an ungodly amount of money for my ticket, did everything we had to do. And then turns out they had a change of heart. I was like, what? <sighs> Are you kidding? You got me all excited. I was ready to like start actually working out for one day in my life. And now I don't have to, so that's okay. You never know. But I mean, the cast that they put together had some surprises in it. Right. So if they're starting to look towards old school teams again, you never know. I mean, it'd be great to see a, a family edition team race again. So everybody's question, we do get that a lot of like, well, how would they do it? Because you have teams of four. And everybody's teams of two. I'm like, well, they would have to split us, obviously. Two of us would not get to go. I think it would be pretty sweet if they split us four into two separate teams and then put us on the show and let it be true family rivalry. Um, but when we were asked for the 31st, you know, we, we split ourselves up and did multiple applications to, to give them options of, you know, whether I'd be with Alex, that would be nice and dramatic um, for TV. You know, if it were Bone and I probably be way more just like silly fun if it were nick and alex nick and bone alex and bone like they they would have been absolutely hilarious i would have been pushing for any of my brothers to be on it if i didn't get to go like my brothers would be freaking hilarious to be fair i think scott would want it to be him and tommy just saying Uh, you know scott throw them a little email make it happen bone would love it i know or throw them or throw them a bone throw them a bone ding ding this is why they pay you the big bucks logan (laughs) oh look at you you're so smart you're creative or they make one exception where it's a team of three where it's scott bone and trisha oh it'd be a love triangle that'd be dramatic that would be dramatic it'd be it'd be a lot of uh, different types of uh, triangles (laughs) (laughs) yeah so gross gross Speaking no, of but I really well. want to do it again. I really, really, really want to do it again. Like, I've, people are like, oh, you won because you competed against, like, older people or really young kids. I'm like, listen, we won fair and square. Those kids, and I've said, like I just said, like, those kids are amazingly, like, talented and athletic and put us, put you know, we had to put our mouths where our money, or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Money where your mouths are. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, you know, they were awesome, but it would be sweet to try to prove people wrong who said that we won because we competed against little kids. Like we are very competitive people in our family, like almost too competitive. And we just want, it would be amazing to have a chance to do it again and to prove ourselves as an adult. And the fact that I have four kids, it'd be a nice little vacation. Yeah. You guys are probably so competitive where they had to, uh, they couldn't air the scene where you shove uh, Austin and Kenneth Black into the mud on the way to the first pit stop just so you could survive elimination. 
We did no such thing. I said, screw you guys. On his own. (laughs) (laughs) So we have one more. Actually, I did have one more Tommy related question in my notes. It's another gross out question. The last one, luckily. Do it. Did you stop eating shrimp after Tommy made out with that one piece of shrimp on the boat? (laughs) He is gross, isn't he? God, he does a lot of gross stuff. No, we didn't. We still love shrimp. (laughs) But there's the funny, there's a funny, I don't know what you call it, a gif or just a, somebody created Bones Head on, um, on uh, Forrest Gump's picture with, or maybe Forrest, I don't know what it is. It's a picture of the Forrest Gump scene when he's on the shrimp boat and Bones like talking to the shrimp. Oh God, it's hilarious. No, Bones gross. I should note that my dad actually has a severe shrimp allergy. And I don't know if it happened before or after Family Edition. Oh, I'm sorry you ruined it for him. Tell your dad, I'm, I'll, I'll send him a basket of, like, I don't know, something else. Chips. Yeah, as long as it's not in contact with shrimp. Because even if it's, like, uh, if we're at a restaurant and, like, even if a piece of bread slightly touched uh, something that had shrimp on it or was shrimp, he will swell up. Like, it is it is bad. <laughs> so, so what I'm hearing is that your dad's allergy is all our fault. Yes. So yes, Absolutely. We want reparations. We know you guys won the million. (laughs) Oh, yes. I I, I hear a lawsuit being written up right now. I get it. Yes. I'm I'm so sorry. We've got our lawyers on it. We've got Brooke and Scott on it. (laughs) Okay, good. Good. Well, then we're going to be okay. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, maybe maybe Scott would have a conflict of interest. We'd We'd have to find somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Scott would want to represent Tommy under all circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> Underrepresent and overrepresent. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I'm so sorry, Bone. Oh god! <laughs> I need to stop calling him Bone. That's probably making it even worse. I need to call him Tommy. So, uh, unfortunately, we now have to get on to. We're not getting through the teams too quickly. Um, uh, the Rogers fan. Well, I guess we did talk about the teams that finished around you guys. Um, yeah. Let's talk about another early boot team, uh, the Rogers family. Oh my god, I love them. I thought they, Brock was so cute when I was on the show. The purple bandana. You gotta love the purple bandana. He wore it well. He did. He did. It's funny that there were- there was a contestant on Survivor in the early years uh, named Rob Zabaknik who had the sa- exact same purple bandana style, so I always loved uh, comparing him to Brock. I, you know what? I, I guarantee they probably picked purple for the Saints because they're from Louisiana. So I bet. I bet they Oh, did. yeah. The, the NFL reference goes over uh, Michael and I's heads. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> Fun fact: When you uh, when you search Brock Rogers on uh, on Google, the first picture that comes up is not of Brock Rogers; it's of Rob Zabatnik. Oh, fact. Really? Yes. Oh, because I'm going to get blog. off here and do that now. <laughs> because of you, Logan. <laughs> it links to my blog. That's hilarious. I didn't know I was I I would come up that uh, uh, that far up on the image search for Brock Rogers. Y'all famous. 
Man, we need to have Brock Rogers on this podcast to find out how much he hates me for ruining his life on Google. <laughs> I'm sure it's to terrorize them every night when he goes to sleep. Yes. We need to start a Logan Saunders apology series, I think. Yeah, see? <laughs> you really do. Look at the problems you cause. It's your fault. You're ruining people's lives. It's funny, when I blogged about Family Edition, it was about... How long's it been, Michael? Well, did I do Tar Steering for Family Edition about six years ago now? Yeah, because ah. just before that was uh, Season 7, and we recently interviewed somebody from Season 7 who read my blog, and of course, I was around 19 or 20 when I... Uh, when I wrote about season seven, I had to go back for the interview, and I know she—I know the person we were interviewing was going back to my blog, and I'm like, "Oh man, these jokes are so bad and way too offensive." <laughs> <laughs> and then you she brought it up on the podcast. All of your, bring all your offensive jokes this way. There's, it's, I love them. Obviously, <laughs> I, I live in a family of meatheads, and I'm right there with them. It was July 2012. You covered it. Oh, ah, I'm gonna Google it. The memories. Love it. All so, right. Uh, when you can offend people in a fun way. Not anymore. Yes. The reality TV warrior's way. You lose your job if you say anything mean. Better not lose your job. Thank God it's an unpaid job. <laughs> 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 and speaking of how long Family Edition was, you guys had an AOL clue. AOL Instant Messenger clue at Space Camp. We did? Oh, okay. You don't remember reading a clue? Oh, seeing yes, a clue yes, yes, from... on the computers. Oh my yes. God, does that, that was sponsored us. by That was sponsored by AOL Instant Messenger. Oh God, that dates us so old. Okay, yeah, God, I remember that now. And, oh. how, and how pissed were you that you missed out on free gas for life to the Bransons? Uh, real pissed, real pissed, because we should have won it. We should have won it. <laughs> Although, I'd be curious to know what the details of that free gas for life is. I'm sure they have a cap, and I bet it's over. I think I it think... was $2,500 for 40 years each. Something like that. For four years? 40 years. 40? Yeah. Oh, well, I tried. I do remember, I think I told him that they could, you know, share it with me, but I still haven't seen any of those gas cards. Jerks. They're very, very selfish. The Bransons just need to start an Uber and they would have a massive profit margin because they don't have to pay for any of their own gas. Right? And I, they live in Chicago, so I can only imagine how expensive their gas is. So Bransons, if the, if your careers fall through, just saying. Just, Uber's hey. for you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> How, who, who was, if you could, would you rather race with your brothers or with a composite team of yourself, Bart the Bear, less the gas station attendant, <laughs> and, and Ricardo Diaz, the hammock, the ha the Costa Rican hammock guy? Oh my God. <laughs> Logan's been doing far too much research on this. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I don't remember this attendant that you're speaking of. The bear was friggin' sweet, and the hammock guy was cute. I remember less that. The, less the gas station attendant. He was in the fourth episode when you guys went through Louisiana when he went to the BP gas station. God, I don't remember this. Tammy Gagan said the BP gas station was really hard to find. And remember. today it's really hard to remember. 
So obviously it was really hard to find because I don't remember anything. God. You just, you just hurt Les's feelings. He's been sorry, waiting Les. for this podcast. This is the only time he ever gets mentioned. Still sitting <laughs> in that gas station waiting for his name to be called. I'm sorry. Yes. Why did they switch to self-serve? Damn it. <laughs> I have no job now. No, but can I tell you about this bear? Okay. Yes, I, we're always down for a good bear story. Okay, this bear, the coolest thing in the entire world. Like, we come walking around. We, we thought we were like, why in the hell are we at somebody's house? Like, this is so weird. Because it legit was just like, it was a normal person's house. Well, we walk around the back, and this damn bear is standing on two feet, or its back legs standing upright, and scared the hell out of me. Because at first sight, I was like, oh, that thing's not real. And then it moved, and I was like, oh, my God, that is real. But it was the tamest, most awesome thing I've ever seen in my life. And I really, really, really wanted to touch him, and they wouldn't let me. So, so would you say but, that if the bear had a few drinks that it would just be giving everyone hugs? I would say he and I could be best friends, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think who would who bear would head. let's say let's say it's a like a professional wrestling triple threat match? Who would win? Okay. Bart, Bart the Bear, Wally Branson, or Tony Paolo? Mm, ooh, I'm sorry, Wally, I gotta take you out. But like, ooh, Tony. And that bear would go at it. But I, I, I don't know. Tony Tony can put a, a friggin' bundle of bananas over his shoulder, which his son couldn't do. Um, all right, I got to give to the bear. Animal instinct. Sorry. You, you think Tony just, uh, just the size the size difference would, would do it? You know, I think, honestly, let's, let's tell the truth. I think of the claws. The claws would just take him out. He wouldn't. I mean, Tony's got muscle for days up on that bear. I get it, but let's be real. That bear's got some some claws. It would claw out the rest of yeah, Tony's hair. Away. Yeah, yeah. The bear would cheat. He'd cheat. I get it. A dirty the bear is, is nice, he's but a, a dirty, very fighter. dirty fighter. Yeah, he's a dirty fighter. <laughs> I get it. That's what they you know do what you got to do to survive in the wild. <laughs> yes. Yeah, immigrating from Italy when you're uh, 12 years old uh, doesn't make you as tough as a bear, I guess. <laughs> No, no. Tony thinks he's tough. No, I'm just kidding. Tony's awesome. I, he was he was legit like my dad when I was gone. I love that man to the ends of the earth. Oh my god, I love that family. All the Palos. Did you know how much they were fighting, by the way? Of course. That was not just on camera. That is legit. They are your typical, and I know this is probably not PC to say, but they are your typical Italian New York family. Like they, that's all they did was bicker and fight amongst each other, but never with anybody else, which I loved. But like the way that DJ talked to his mom, I was like, my ass would be bitch slapped if I said that to my mother. Like that would never get away. But that's like how they communicate. It's their way of loving each other because they love each other so hard. It's awesome. Like they are the coolest family. I love them. I love them. Did but they, I don't want. I, I would never want to be their daughter. That would scare the hell out of me. That would be a very. You'd have to. Uh, that'd be a very loud dinner table. I think. I mean, I honestly thought like I was loud and my family's loud. Like that, we don't even do it justice. Like those people are amazing. And there's only four of them. Boards. 
I know. Could you imagine? Or, you would never get a word in. <laughs> As somebody who has Italian cousins, a couple years ago, I stayed with my cousins in Italy, and I can assure you it's the same thing. Very much, very noisy around each other and only fight with each other. But mm -hmm. ev around everywhere, everyone else, they are super nice. Stereotypes, it's true. Yes. Only They're the stereotypes nice, for a reason. Only the nice ones. Only the nice ones. Only, yes. Only the nice <laughs> stereotypes. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> only the ones that say you're really loud and obnoxious, but we love you. <laughs> you're, you're loud, obnoxious, and you talk really rudely to your mothers, but boy, you guys are the nicest people on the planet. Boy, do you just love. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love the pow-pows. Oh, I love, God, I do. Every time I hear that name, I'm like, oh, I love, I love them. So when you play Super Mario Brothers and you hit the pow switch, <laughs> do you just like, wow, I could really have some pizza right now and some good company? It just takes me back. I'm like, I just take me up to New York. I just want to go hang out with them. Yeah. Memories. Speaking of that, have you actually hung out with any of your fellow family edition competitors in recent years? Not, I wouldn't say not in recent years. We were visiting Chicago. Uh, my brother TJ lives in Chicago, and I think we ended up meeting up with the Bransons and the Godlewskis. Not all of them at the same time, but, um, you know, some of them here and there. That was like, I don't know, a couple of years after the actual show aired. But, yeah, unfortunately not in recent years. But coincidentally, Lindsay Branson is, like, really, really good friends with a girl that I grew up with here in Cincinnati. Um, so I've seen her every once in a while, but but not really. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. So ten, ten, there's, there needs to be like a 10-year reunion uh, in order. So funny enough, I think that like came up via Facebook um, chit-chat amongst our, our cast. We've never done anything with it. But who showed up to, let's see, I think the Branson showed up. We showed up. Might be it to the Amazing Race 10-year reunion down in Miami when Snapple sponsored it. Yes, we've actually been interviewing uh, certain racers over the past couple months, and they were saying the same thing, that a lot of the con last point of contact with people in their own season was at that uh, Miami yeah. event. Yeah, which was so sweet, and I hope they do it again. Like, it was so awesome. And, and then to get to, like, meet other cast members that, you know, we're already on the show too and talk talk show it was is, cool. was that the first time that you learned that kevin and drew were previous contestants or you're like hey even the people from the hot dog stand are at this thing <laughs> no no we actually figured it out as it was airing they invited those guys, well, those, guys are, i mean i guess they were they must have an in we'll let them come it's okay we'll let them come and that's bp les <laughs> oh, I still don't know who you're talking about. I am literally going to get off here and Google this. I don't know who this is. Damn it. <laughs> my daughter might. My daughter watches my show on DVD like every night. So she probably knows more than I do. <laughs> I'll ask her about less. I'll let you know. And was Bart the bear at the 10-year reunion? No, but it would have been sweet. The bear on a beach. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. See, they're very picky about who they let on, you know? I get it. It's very exclusive. For, you know, only us best, best of the best. 
I heard he tried to apply with a family of four, but you know the the Cubs, the Cubs, the Cubs just didn't get in. It wasn't it wasn't uh, twenty it wasn't twenty sixteen yet. Well, Cubs, his, Cubs just weren't cousin, having any success. His cousin Smokey the Bear was busy. It became an unbearable situation. Oh, look at that! You are so creative. You're so awesome. How many more can we go? How many more can we get? Come on, keep them coming. <laughs> I, I think, think we already did two other bear puns. I was going to say, I'm not witty like that. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so the Schroders, um, you said that DJ yelled at his uh, mom in rude manners at times. Look at the way that Hunter Schroeder yelled at the at his, at his, uh, at a Char. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not his mom. That's his stepmom. I'm pretty sure Doesn't Mark count? No, it's not. Not, not that that I'm excusing it. I'm not because he was, but he was a little. I think he was like 13. He was a little 13 year old twerp, but he was the sweetest, kindest little thing to everybody else. I loved him to death there. I don't know. Shar was Shar was nice, but I you could obviously tell like they weren't this amazingly close, nitty gritty, you know, stepmom and kids closeness. That was that was very apparent. But Mark, uh, Mark with his kids, they they're like super close. The, so I can't remember. Was it? It was. Ren, I can't remember. Was it Renee or Char that passed away? So Renee passed away from, I believe, breast cancer a couple years ago. I, you know right. what? I don't even know about Char. All I know is her and Mark aren't together anymore, and I, I don't. I've never seen or heard from her or of her at all. So I honestly don't even know about her anymore. You haven't seen her on uh, on uh, Vanderpump Rules making a cameo? No, no. She would not be on there. No, her and Mark are dunzo, have been. Have you seen uh, Stassi Schroeder in Vanderpump Rules or any of the other TV shows that uh, she's appeared in? I watch every single episode and not because she's on it, because I just love trashy reality TV. And yes, Stassi, I'm sorry, but that's what it is. And I love it. I love it. I watch her all the time. Um, it is fun knowing that I, that I know her and everybody asks me, is she really that, is she really like that? I'm like, listen, she was, yes, she, I don't know how to say it nicely. Yes. She is just like that. That is who she is, but she is also the most amazing kind person, um, that you'll ever meet if, if you get on her good side, just don't get on her bad side. The only run-in I've ever had with any of the trashy reality TV gossip websites uh, was when I posted about uh, a family edition, and they were linking to my blog about Stassi Schroeder, because they're like, this is how she looked before her plastic surgery. Look oh, at this, yeah. look at that. And I'm like, mm -hmm. you guys are jerks. <laughs> yes, yes. So, I mean, obviously, she's... She's grown up. She's a woman now. She was 16 or something like that when she was on the show. So every single girl has, like, their moments. And she was going through her little goth phase. That's how I'm going to describe it. She had black yeah. hair. You know, she was she was stussy. She's, I, I don't think she's shy to say. I, I believe I read it somewhere that she she got her chin done or something as her high school graduation gift. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was, you yeah. Know? Her chin implant was the yeah, high school graduation. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think that's a secret. I mean, it's not like she directly told me that, but you know, I, I, God, God love her. If that's what makes her happy. Great. And she's a gorgeous, gorgeous woman. So whatever.
she, she's looking amazing. And she's doing amazing. Yeah, she's been going strong on Vanderpump Rules and constantly up to uh, quite uh, several adventures over the past several years. Yeah, I mean, I think she's got, she's got like a fashion blog or something like that, too. I mean, girlfriend, she's doing it. I'm proud of her. She keeps busy. Yeah, yeah. I must I admit. <laughs> maybe she'll be at the next uh, reunion. Just a uh, Snapple just has to sponsor another event. I was going to say, no way. No way. She, she. I don't even think she likes to claim us. <laughs> no? I don't. I, I, no, I, I joke. I have no idea. I have no idea. She might. She's left you behind. Oh, I'm so sad. I am. I love her. She, no, She's left she you and behind I on the great. runway. She, yeah, right. No, she and I got along great on the show. I mean, I was a few years older than her, but um, really, really loved her. And actually, we did an appearance right after the show here in Cincinnati for the reality for diabetes um, before she, she, you know, went on to do Vanderpump rules and all that. And she's, she's awesome. She's a down to down to earth chick. I love her. It's great to hear that, you know, that this, despite how certain characters may or may not come across on TV, that for the most part, everyone was pleasant to be around. You know what? We really were. And, and here's the thing. That's the biggest question. Was there editing? Is it what we saw? Was that really true? I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's not like they, dubbed our mouths over and put words in our mouth. I mean, what you heard is what we said and did. Um, and yes, I think the goal of The Amazing Race is to give us a form of a character, if that makes any sense. But like, you know, it's not like they they tried to make us into something that we weren't. I mean, I, I think like a lot of people saw us as the villains because of the relationship we held with the Weavers. But outside of them, yeah, we all really enjoyed each other's company and got to know each other. And we Dream. still like each other to this day, I think. <laughs> you think? I, you well, th I think because I'm like, you know, we haven't seen each other in a really long time. But does everyone still keep in contact through, minus the Black family, I guess, as you were saying earlier, but everyone still keeps in loose contact or following each other on uh, social media? Yeah, I think, honestly, Facebook and social media is the biggest way that we all kind of just keep keep track of everybody. There'll be occasional, you know, comments here and there on people's pictures. I know Brian's wife just had a medical emergency not too long ago. And so a lot of us reached out saying that we were thinking of them and, and hope all is well. Um, hold, hold on and, a you second. Know, when, when Renee passed well, away, that was Brian's really wife. Yeah. Brian's married. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. Right. I know how, how time has flown. And you know, when Renee passed away, that was, I think, you know, that obviously really hit home to say, gosh, a woman that we knew and, and, and adored so much. And she really was the sweetest Southern woman I think I've ever met in my life. Um, so when she passed away, that was, that was, we felt really compelled to at least reach out to them somehow. Yeah, there was a story that because of Hurricane Katrina that the Schroeders temporarily stayed with the Rogers family until they were able they to get did. back on their feet. Yeah, yeah. As far as I know, they did. And, um, I'll, I'll give you an even bigger kind of crazy thing is that um, after the show aired, I think it was in maybe, no, I think he sent it to all of us. So Mark Schroeder drew up um, this picture of New Orleans underwater before the hurricane even hit, like right before the hurricane hit. And we all got that. I mean, I still have it. It's a framed picture of showing New Orleans underwater. And he, he drew this picture and it was absolutely just giving chills that, that, 
in a way his prediction came true. Um, but yeah, when the, when the hurricane hit, as far as I know, they, they stayed with Brittany's family. Mark Stradamus. Yes, yes, yes. See, look at that. Mark's a psychic. <laughs> yes, he I'm has kidding. a future. He can be on. He can replace that woman on uh, Maury Povich. Or, <laughs> oh, on... What is uh, Sophia Brown or something like that? What's her? Yeah. Name? <laughs> oh yeah. Or is that no? That's Montel Williams that has Sophia Brown. I always I mix know. the two talk shows up. Are they even? I don't even think those men still have talk show. Do they? No. They do. I, 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 they do. Uh, yeah. As far as I know, yeah. Oh shit! Well. Maybe it's just because I'm so busy watching The Real Housewives and Vanderpump Rules. I have no idea. I am the typical stay-at-home mom that lives vicariously through those women. Megan, do you think that uh, if you if they just picked two of your brothers to race, that would almost be like a Jay and Silent Bob or like a Harold and Kumar go to White Castle uh, type of uh, editing? Oh, my God, yes. Okay, so funny enough, and I wish I could share this clip with you, but I don't know if I have it. When we went to Austin for, 30, for season 31 to do our, our videos, because you have to do a video submission, Alex and Nick did a video where Nick's sitting on this porch, sitting down talking, and Alex is standing right behind him with his arm crossed like a big freaking beefy nerd, um, just silent, absolutely silent while Nick's talking. And then all of a sudden, he just bursts out like, I can't take it anymore. I have to say something. <laughs> I, it's funny to me. I, I get it, but it's, it was. It would be very much a, a Jay and Silent Bob, two idiots on TV. I mean, you can't. You can't beat it. Yeah, and just and maybe just throw in uh, Ricardo Diaz into the mix, or less, <laughs> or less. less yes. <laughs> so so, so many mix less, There you go. Mix less with uh, with the hammock guy. Put those two people in one person. They'd be a great fit for the Lynn's team. Yes, new family of four. Yep. <laughs> You've been bumped. Uh, Tim, Timmy was so right. close. Oh. Timmy's on reserve. Hey, Timmy. Oh, just do your studies. You'll be all right. <laughs> the uh, nice um, thing is, is because I'm the only sister, I'll never get bumped. I always hold that. They can't. They can't bump me. Yeah. You've got the token spot. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so. Did you guys get bored with how many non-elimination legs there were towards the in the second half of your guys' season? Because you guys still have the record with uh, five non-elimination legs. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I you know what? Did, I don't think it ever came in handy for us, or maybe it did at the no, because we won at the library. I don't think we ever needed it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it got frustrating because because then you're like, all right, this is just ongoing, like. I don't, I don't know if they intended to do that for some reason behind the scenes that we don't know. But, yeah, I mean, it got frustrating. We wanted it to, we wanted to see some teams go it made, to make it a little easy on ourselves. The more teams, the more competition, obviously. Yeah, and then you would, uh, then you would have more space at all those campgrounds that you guys got to explore. Oh, my God, the campgrounds. Jesus. I have never eaten so much barbecue in, the six, in six weeks than I did then. Like, that's what we were fed. Because we were always at campgrounds. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't eat any more barbecue. No, I don't want pork with barbecue sauce. Roasted, marsh roasted marshmallows, too? You know, we never got that. They, they were stingy on that. They didn't give us no. dessert jerks, no. You're saying that production didn't want to give the lenses more sugar. <laughs> right? I mean, what were they thinking? 
They knew the sugar would have been a good thing. No. <laughs> we were not hyper enough. No, not enough. None of you guys had enough energy on TV. You guys didn't have enough energy. Not the Schroders. Definitely not the Palos. I mean, mm. they're so mm. quiet. They're like they're like mice. I mean, we're a very quiet bunch. We're very reserved people. Yeah, cat. I don't know what casting was thinking. <laughs> well, they screwed up. Let's just put it <laughs> yeah. that way. That's why there hasn't been another family edition. That's because America's lame. We're cool. Yeah, actually, yeah. let's talk. Let's talk about not about America being lame, but uh, <laughs> why do you think? Uh, do, did you guys think that Family Edition wasn't going to be received well by the audience? No, you know what? Honestly, well, I mean, for Cincinnati, we were well received regardless because I think when you live in a city, you're you're well received because you know people love you and you're in city. But as far as like the family edition, I don't think we thought anything of it. Like, oh, it wouldn't be as well received or get great ratings. Um, we thought it was cool, but I think that's only because we were on it and we were young. But looking back, no, I could see why why people didn't enjoy the family edition as much, maybe as other seasons, because we weren't as dramatic. I don't think we had cutthroat competition like certain seasons do. You know, a lot of those those teams take it very serious and, and it's they're in it to win it where I think a lot of us were just really enjoying it as a family and just using it as an experience of a lifetime. Actually, that's what is what's one of the criticisms uh, made about the Canadian version of Amazing Race quite frequently is that they intentionally cast teams and edit the episode so that none of the drama makes it onto TV. They mm. just want everybody to look like nice Canadians. <laughs> They're trying to make you people look nice. Yes. It's hard to do. It's hard to do, okay? No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally yeah. kidding. I like Yeah, we're all we're all just gigantic assholes, really. You're just big jerks. Soon as soon as you guys leave the room, it's just constant gossiping and back talking. I know. I know. You guys don't like Americans. I get it. I get it. <laughs> jerks. Um so do you have any plans to join the circus or be a part of the trapeze troupe? Alex actually tried out. No, he didn't. No, they, they looked at, they took one look at him and go, yep, you're not intended to be in the air. Nope, you might need to lose a few hundred. Um, no, I don't, I, you know what I would tell you? more weight to lose, Nick or uh, one now, of your brothers or Bart the Bear? No, oh God, nowadays Alex could overtake the bear any day. Oh God. He, I think uh, in the third episode, you guys, Drove behind a truck called Wide Load. Would that be his nickname now? Would he be the Wide Load truck? Yeah. Yeah, that would suit him very well. He'd be driving that truck. He'd like it. What a shame him and Tommy didn't get on 31 because it could have been Wide Load and Bone. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. I will tell you, though, as far as trapeze, I wanted to do that so bad. Because I was like, I'm the littlest on the team. Like, why would you not put me up there? But looking back, I'm so glad they didn't. Because Alex, watching Alex try to do that was so amazing. He just flew through the air like a perfect little angel. It was, it was beautiful. It was, it was like, oh, beautiful. Beautiful to watch. Life-changing. He soared majestically through the air like an eagle, piloting like a blimp. Yes, yes. I mean, he was a little more felt back then. He wasn't. No, he was not fat on that show at all. He is now. 
No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, Alex. I'm totally kidding. No, it's just that the camera adds 10 pounds. That's all it is. Dude, that's not good for a 21-year-old girl. Can I tell you? That really was not fun. Not fun to look at. No? I mean, I don't, I don't understand how anybody on TV isn't anorexic after watching themselves. I'm like, God, I need to stop eating. I look so fat. Ugh. As you might have seen from my profile picture, I've done a couple of quiz shows. Yeah, I looked fat in the second one. It's I'm not, not fun. fat. Not fun to make you look fat. I got a text off my dad saying, you, you look slightly portly on this one. I'm like, <laughs> Dad, you look a little puffy, honey. Did you eat something this morning that wasn't good? I'm like, I'm not that fat. You're giving me a complex. <laughs> oh, see, family is allowed to joke with family, but if you're not my family, I'm going to tear your head off. You're not allowed to say I'm fat. You're going to fly to the UK and beat up Michael? Yep. It's yep. Is it, it's probably the same price as whatever it took to get you down to Vegas to yeah, crash exactly. a bachelor party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna it was make, Austin, I'm gonna Logan. The, yeah, I'll make the casting directors pay me back. And they'll, they'll pay for it. <laughs> if there's anybody I want to crash a bachelor party, it would be my sister. That would just that would just make my weekend. <laughs> Can I tell you? It was actually amazing to do it. It was so much fun. Bachelor parties are a blast. I wish I was a boy. That'd be so much fun to go to a bachelor party. You've never been to a stag yet? No. Yes. No? Yes, of course I've been to a bachelorette party, but those aren't fun. And it was fun being with my brothers. I love hanging out with them. They're so fun. They were drunk the entire time, though. So trying to get them to do anything serious was absolutely impossible. Are there times where they do things serious? Of course. Yes. Yes, they do. They they always do things with a little bit of fun, though. With, the, with some flair? You know, they got to have a little lens, lens flair in there. <laughs> so I mean, they, was... they're successful nowadays, so they've done something right. Yeah. The sense of humor helps you in whatever you pursue. <laughs> yes, true. Yes. <laughs> what was your favorite uh, task during the season? Mm, mine, um... Again, selfishly, I'm going to say it was a roadblock where I got to fly the plane in the 360 loop. Because I, here's the thing, I was deathly afraid to fly. And knowing that I was going on this show where I was going to be, I, well, initially I thought we were tra- traveling around the world. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get over the fear. I'm going to be on the plane a lot. Well, that didn't happen, obviously. Uh, we did a lot more driving. But being able to fly that plane was so friggin' cool. And then once I got done, which I don't think they showed this on the show, once I got done making my loop, the pilot took back over and started to do like all these trick moves and like went up into the sky with the nose up and then killed the engine and dropped it. And I am so surprised I didn't blow chunks everywhere. It was so scary, but so amazing at the same time. Did you tell him to do a barrel roll? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I asked him to stop. I kept saying, don't, no, no, I'm going to die. Yeah, but it was amazing. I, I, yeah, it looks it looked really cool on TV. You, you, you may have a career in uh, skywriting. You know, I've always wanted to. I could make pretty pictures in there. In the clouds. Maybe, maybe Mark can uh, skywrite uh, New Orleans underwater again. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> but as a group, you know, it was a really cool task that we did as a group. And as silly as it sounds was... 
um, when we were repelling only because like we really, really cheered each other on and like felt the support from each other. Um, that was a really, really fun challenge and it was scary too. Where did you guys do the repelling? Oh God, I don't know. Somewhere on a mountain. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it wasn't on, it wasn't in the plains or the prairies. That narrows it down. Shit, I, oh, guys, guys, you're asking me questions. I don't know. This was 12 years ago. I, I we want GPS I coordinates, Megan. I just didn't know what the latitude and longitude. I don't know. Come on, Megan. Just, you're supposed to be it, a tall story. God, it was on it was on the side of a cliff, and they just told me to jump, and I jumped. I did what I was told. That's all that mattered. So which was more fun, your first visit to space camp or your second visit to space camp? Uh, that's a hard, hard one. That's a hard one. I cannot believe I was able to say I was here when I was in the sixth grade. God, did I feel like a nerd when I said that? Look, it there's a cool cafeteria though. lady. Listen, if there's any kids listening to this right now, like, go to space camp. It's friggin' cool. I don't care if you think or friends think you're a nerd. Just do it. It's it's sweet. And I was, again, I had gotten to go to space camp when I was in the sixth grade, and I didn't get to do that gravity thingy that my brothers did. So I'm a little bitter about that, that they got to do that on The Amazing Race. Because if I had done it, then I probably would have said my visit as an adult would have been better. They got to do four Gs before people know them as cell phones. Right? God, you're really making me feel old here, dude. (laughs) We tend to do that on this podcast. Recently, we interviewed the winner of season two of Amazing Race. I was just going to say, get back to season one. Then they're really old. At least they're older than me. (laughs) <laughs> I met the winner, one of the winners of season one uh, during the 29 finale, and then I went up to him and said, I, I watched you win when I was 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like the same comment, like, my mom loved you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Damn it. I had one of these moments, because I've just come back off, um, off a cruise, because I'm about 90. And the cruise director on the uh, on the ship was the one that I had when I was twelve. Oh, I'm twenty five now. So Shut at the sort up. of at the sort of loyalty event, I just turned around to him, and went, Mike. Just just so you know, you were our cruise director when um, on the Legend of the Seas in two thousand and five. And he went, Jesus, I feel old. Right? It's like you're an <laughs> asshole. Why did you have to say it to me? <laughs> Stupid kid. <laughs> He said, weren't you guys in primary school at that point? And I said, no, just. (laughs) Oh, it is weird. Because, I mean, I still get some people, like my daughter, for instance. She did a homework report, or homework, and she wanted to put, she had to draw a rectangle. And she's like, oh, mommy, let's do the TV and you, a, a, a picture of you on The Amazing Race. And I was like, no, 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 no. She's like, yes. I was like, okay. So, of course, I had to draw it, and it said, Mommy on the Amazing Race. She took it to school, and what do I get at the teacher conferences? That was you. Oh, I knew it. I watched you. I recognized you. I was like, oh, my God. She's like, how long ago? I was like, 12 years ago. Before she was born? yeah, we watched that with my boys. They're in high school now. I was like, oh, great. Awesome. That's great. We watched it with my boys. They're married with children now. Yeah, yeah. You know, when my babies, I was changing his diaper. Now he's in college. Oh, that's awesome. Great. <laughs> Time to rewatch my, it now, then. 
My mother, you were my mother's favorite team up until uh, it was her, one of the last conversations we had together. Oh, God. <laughs> That's so sick. <laughs> oh, damn it. It's okay. You know what's going to happen? We're going to get cast again. I just know it. It's in my blood. I got it. We're going to, or I'm just going to maybe harass Lynn until they let us on again. And then I can say, guess what? Yeah, I was on it like two months ago. Yay. <laughs> Not 12 years ago. The problem is, if you then go back on it, they show clips from the old seasons. That's okay. That's okay. They're going to see how like awesome I am now and not out of shape. Well, no, I'm still out of shape, but I'll try to do something about it. Shut up. They're not going to. No, no, they're not going to show any old stuff. They do. They love showing them. I'll make it. I'll I'll put a contract. You cannot show my old lame clips. Only show how awesome I am now. It's okay. I've got my daughter who still thinks I'm cool. I can't wait for Tommy Lenz's montage clips where it shows him making out with shrimp and and farting in Amish no buddies. No joke, Bone could have an, like, an entire season of just himself because he is so funny. Yeah, the problem is, in his clips, you then just see Scotty in the background making love eyes at him. Right? And little, <laughs> little birdies around his head going, oh, love, love, tweet, tweet. You're always my team number one, Bone. He's got his own stalker. I love it. Yeah, Scotty's exact quote to me was, don't embarrass me. Oops, oh. too late. <laughs> They're assholes. It's their fault. They are the assholes, not you, yeah. Scott. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He's never going to be your friend again, just so you know. Oh, yes. He, he loves us too much. Oh. <laughs> We've lost a Scott, but we picked up a bone. I was going to say, oh, my God. What was the favorite uh, destination that you visited on the race? Oh, well, that's easy. Well, no, it's not. Honestly, okay, I say that America's awesome. I say Canada's really cool. But the Panama Canal was, like, unreal to see and be there. It was so cool. So, so cool. And it was hot as hell. Did you happen to hear a particular family being very loud while bungee jumping above the canal? No, and I'm so jealous that that wasn't, like, a task. And that was a fast forward. I was so bummed. Because that would, that, like, I, I literally went into the amazing race telling my brothers, I'm like, I'll never jump out of a plane. I'll never bungee jump. But if it's for a million bucks, you can push my ass off or out of that plane. Hmm. And I want to say I just did it. Because now that I have kids, I will never do that. And I'm so you never do it about now? to do it. No, I would never do that now. Never, ever. And actually, Bone just took my mom skydiving, like, a month ago, out in L.A. My mom did it, and she's 65 years old. But she's old, so it doesn't matter. But if I die, I'd be sad. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Mom. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> she's on her way out. Yeah, my mom's coming over here. You bitch, you're a terrible daughter. No, she's not. She's the most amazing. She is the most amazing mother. I have Man, the best I... parents. Her best years are behind her. Yes. We really are supportive of each other. Exit stage right, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when they did that bungee jump, I really, we, we didn't know that, obviously. We knew someone was going to do it, but I'm, I'm surprised they did it. I really am, because DJ screamed like a little girl the whole way down. You know who else screams like a little girl during bungee jumps? <laughs> Tell me. Uh, Scott Flannery. 
He's our intro. Scott, no, you don't. I'm sure you're all manly man on the way down. No, no, no. Our, if you... You're both like, no, he's a little bitch on the whole way down. No. Yeah, Scott will fully admit that he's a little bitch on the way down, because he <laughs> he cried for about half an hour before having to do the bungee jump in Greece, and screamed all the way down and all the way back up, and basically said, I'm never doing that again, ever. Okay, well listen, then he and I can be best friends, because I guarantee I would be pitching a complete fit. And I literally would be like, boys, you're going to have to push my ass off here. He spent the entire first nine episodes saying, I have hate heights. I never want to do the heights task. He had to he, he had to go down. He had to rappel down a building in Brazil to wash windows. Oh, I did see that. I saw that. Yeah, he had to climb a stack of pallets in Norway that they were going to set on fire. And oh then he, ha- he had to do one of the world's highest bungee jumps in Greece in probably my favorite Amazing Race episode ever. Well, then he better have gotten over his fear by now, or else he's a big, big, big loser. And the best thing is that it perfectly fit with our theme music, so he's now part of our theme music forever. Perfect! <laughs> I'm sure he has no shame in that at all. Oh, no, he he specifically, <laughs> 50% of the time he wants me to remove it, 50% of the time he's like, I love the attention from it. <laughs> yeah, well, everybody's going to love negative attention. Negative attention is good attention. That's why we all throw tantrums. As long as people rem- remember him, he doesn't mind. Right? You gotta make our 15 minutes last, okay? I love how this this podcast is about 90% Scott Flattery right now as well. It really <laughs> is. Thanks for this. taking... Hey, you know what, Scott? Thanks for taking the attention off of me, jerk. It's about me. <laughs> it's Man. all about Megan. It's all about Megan and the Amazing Race 8. <laughs> Megan edition. We sh- we should pass the message on to Bone that, that Scott is a screamer. I'm sure he would love to hear that. Oh my god! I'll let him know. I'll let him know, boys. Logan, <laughs> oh Logan Elizabeth Saunders, that is far too far. Oh, shit. I'm sure Bone's girlfriend would love to hear all this. <laughs> oh god. What place do you guys wish you had gone to during your time on the season? Anywhere. Not in America. Was there no? A honestly, if I really had to pick, I would love to have gone to like Ireland or Iceland. I just think that would be friggin' sweet. Or Scotland. Anywhere, shit, anywhere. It'd be so cool, so cool, just to say I've been and see a whole different culture. Was there a particular state when you guys realized it would be domestic travel for the most part? Was there a particular state where you were like, man, I wish we had really gone to that state? Mm, good question not really like no. nebraska dude i don't even know where nebraska is on the map that's why nick did the geography map at the end i have no idea i just know it has like aren't they known for like corn or something let's say corn they kids? are <laughs> let's, let's just go with that corn okay. or tumbleweeds <laughs> no idea i you know i don't know just because like there's two of them north dakota and south dakota just pick one it'd be cool to say i went to a dakota I think with your guys' luck, it would have been North Dakota. Right? I, 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 don't, I don't know what that means, and I don't know the difference. One has Mount Rushmore, one doesn't. Oh, I believe wait. North Dakota's the one without. You better not be wrong. There's a 50% chance I'm not. <laughs> the, the, the odds are very much in your favor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What would happen if your cast was thrown into the Hunger Games? Whose odds would not be in their favor? Uh, and I'm pretty sure the Weavers would be attacked immediately. 
<laughs> with the bow and arrow. You know, yeah. What's, what what's is, this lady's name? Katniss? I'll, I'll be Katniss. I'll take her out. You volunteer as tribute. I'd volunteer. Timmy would volunteer as tribute. Um, what was the worst place you visited while on the race? Um, okay. Well, obviously it has to be somewhere in the desert when we broke our car down because it was in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, what do you, it must take people like two hours to get to a frigging grocery store. Um, I don't know where we were. Where was that tree? That tree with the balls on it? Somewhere the in ball? Nevada. Wasn't that near you like the four corners? Yes, huh? I, I remember the tree. I just don't know. Ex- I just don't remember the specific tree in right? question. But the tree, well, to, the tree literally has like giant tennis balls on it. Oh, I remember the ball tree. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but I won't take that out of context at all. And it's totally not weird to say at all. I remember the ball the tree. tree. Balls. There was so much yeah. sap on it. There was so many. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> they shrunk after it leaked. It the weird. tree of Utah. There is something called. Yes. The- like really, what I mean, the people that live in Utah, it's like God bless. That's that's what your your statue is. That's what we're gonna go for, huh? Right. Man, look at the route markers in this. Like, no wonder I. <laughs> This is what this is why people have a criticisms about Amazing Race Family Edition. This is what you, where you guys went in like ten. Besides Old Faithful, your first route marker was at Park City High School, Heber Valley Railway. I'm sure it's a fascinating railway, mm. very physically demanding. Mm. Uh, the Tree of Utah, the Bear Lake Rendezvous Beach, Dunham Ranch, and then the pit stop was at. Fifteen two hundred Highway two eighty seven because Dude, that's I one of the remember main that pit stop. Okay, so obviously that sounds real exciting, doesn't it? Real, like I get it, I I get it, I get it now. But like, what else are we gonna do? <laughs> well, no, I mean they could have sent us out of the United States. That would have been cool. But I know that's God, man. You're not making it sound very good right now, are you? Thanks a lot. It's tough to make Montana sound cool, in, in, in my defense. But cowboys are cool. Also, after the roadblock, the least subtle clue in Amazing Race history, the clue written on a, on a manuscript was, I'm old and I'm faithful. Hmm, wonder what that's going to be. <laughs> and I'm going to guarantee you it probably took my team a little bit of time to figure that out. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> At least, at least Bone didn't say Trisha Godlewski as the answer to that. Oh, that would have been terrible. Oh, you're a jerk. You're a jerk. He's so proud of himself. I hear you giggling. I hear We're it. not on video, but I may or may not have the biggest shit-eating grin of that. <laughs> Took you 2.2 seconds to come up with that one. What were the Godlewskis like between the awesome. four of them? Okay, so... I kind of compare them a little bit to the Palos and their way of communicating. But, like, they're all sisters. I had six brothers. I don't know what it's like to bicker with sisters until I saw them. And I was like, thank God I don't have sisters. Like, they love each other so much. But, good Lord, Christina kept crying the whole time. And, oh, I felt so bad for it when I was watching it because, obviously, I wasn't there and in the moment that she was crying, that I was like, oh, so this is what it's like to have sisters. No, thank you. 
no, they love each other. They're awesome. Those women are the coolest. They're so cool. I love them. And you know what's hey, funny Mike. is now I have four girls myself. So I will be experiencing all this from the mother's standpoint when my girls are high school. Family edition too, the Joneses. Bring on the Joneses, yeah. Called Lusky 2.0. <laughs> Keeping up with the Joneses, baby. Hey, Michael, uh, when you Google Christine Godlewski, does Tom uh, Tom Nook from Animal Crossing come up? I don't even know what that is. There's There was this one point where I think it was Christine Godlewski who, like, she panicked and she sounded like a really high-pitched uh, video game character. And oh, I compared it compared her to it in my to uh, a particular video game character in my blog. So I'm oh thinking, if Brock Rogers comes up as Rob Zabachnik from Survivor, I can't help but wonder if that's what, if this, if Tom Nook you from Animal are Crossing awful. comes up with Christine Godlewski. You are awful. That's terrible. <laughs> the first thing from your blog that comes up for the Godlewskis is a picture of them at the pit stop in episode 11, by the look of things. Oh, when they're eliminated? Yeah. That's not fun. That's sad. It is sad. They shouldn't have been eliminated. Speaking of uh, eliminations, uh, you guys are uh, the Palos and everybody new to put on the extra clothes. Were you guys pretty much locked into that strategy as well? If you suspected it's a non-elimination, then pile on as much clothing as possible. Oh, yeah. I think everybody knew that that was that was the only way that you would continue on and survive. Um, But thankfully, I don't think we ever even had a moment that we had to. I mean, the first the first episode, it was. You, we didn't have time, obviously, right? So if we were out, we were out. Um, but yeah, I think everybody knew we we were going to have to do that. Right. You didn't have to. There was. No, you didn't have to discuss that strategy too much. No, no, we didn't. Thankfully, because I don't think we we were even close to having to do that. Which one of your brothers would have been most likely to do the exact opposite and be like, "This is a chance to show my guns on TV." Alex. (laughs) (laughs) That was an easy one, Alex. I've got my six pack. (laughs) You know what? Really all of them. Again, it goes back to the fratty meathead. Just fun, easy going, like funny guys. It'd be all of them. A lot of people think like, I I can remember reading people's blogs or whatever comments on, on the internet of, Oh, those guys are just meatheads. They're such assholes. I can't believe the way they talk to to Meg. And I'm like, you guys, they don't. They're they're just being goofy. Like none of them are. We were not serious in the way that we communicated or chatted or talked to each other or talked to other people. That's just it's it's them being goofy and all of us just being silly. Like we need we none of my brothers ever mean any harm. Would it be fair to say that if one started wanting to show off his guns at a non-elimination point, that like the other two were just bound to follow, and then it, it just would, turns into a competition? Yes, it would be in a split second. Shirts would be off, and they would be like, "You want to take it to the gun show? Here it is. This one's bigger. I got two tickets." Yeah. Where's my lasso? And and you know what I would be doing? I'd be like hitting each one of them, maybe kicking them in the balls, and be like, "Put your fucking shirt back on." You're the tree of Utah. You're the tree You're of Utah. Idiot. You're the tree of Utah. You're all idiots. They're all idiots. And I love every one of them. See, I can say an insult and follow it up with a loving, loving comment. You love every one of them, apart from Timmy. Apart from Timmy. Timmy's Timmy's adopted. 
And that is breaking news on this podcast. I'm glad we have this exclusive. Oh, we love Timmy. So what was what was the real competition for your brothers? Was it to cross the finish line first and win a million dollars? Or was it first to get all four phone numbers of the Godlewski family? Ah, you know what I'll tell you. It's funny that you keep bringing up the Godlewskis because my brother's eyes were on the Bransons more than anybody. Did he get their they, phone number? Even they, Wally's. They, they tried, so even Wally's. Well, they had to get through Wally to get to yeah, them. Yeah, you have to get, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, you, know, that's, you have protocol. to get in there. It's protocol. It's how my, how my parents were raised, raising my boys. Um, no, they, I, th- I think they tried to get their numbers and it just wasn't a success. I don't, I, I think they, those, those girls were very intelligent and in looking at my brothers and like, no, no, we'll wait for the next guy. No, no, we're good. The most they but, would sell but, you know, was I, flash photography. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is um, I think they aired it that who was it? Lauren mooned my brothers or mooned us when we were driving down the highway yes so that, that was, was the highlight of yeah that was the highlight of my brother's six weeks they got to that see was the flash butt. photography <laughs> yeah they got to see lauren's butt yes and and i felt so bad for wally i was like oh god oh god is he gonna come and like beat my brother's ass like he was on my daughter's butt oh god inappropriate and it's on TV. It's uh, it's Branson's Gone Wild. It's hopefully, yeah. hopefully not without Wally. Yeah. <laughs> Wally's he is such a cool, laid back dad. He'd be an awesome dad to have. Was it hilarious to see that one moment in the whole season where Wally is just wanting to kick somebody's ass? Right. Did you finally <laughs> see it? I felt like he just like let it all out. Aww. <laughs> What are you girls doing? We had directions in there. I'm so mad I'm going to kick somebody's ass. And his, right? His version of being mad, I'd be like, oh, you're, you're sweet. You're mad? Okay. You're okay, Dad. Take a, take a big breath, drink a cup of warm milk. You'll be okay. It's as mad as uh, if you take a picnic basket away from Bart the Bear. Right? I know. <laughs> I know. He, he is the sweetest angry looking man in the world. Do you think Wally and Tony Paolo would have a lot of fun together? They seem like those would be two guys who would get along really well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I think they, and I think they did. I think they did enjoy each other's company a lot. Like they just really, their banter was fun. Did Tony ever mention anything other than immigrating from Italy when he was 12 years old? Because they (laughs) aired that confessional like three times during the season, and it's the only time we ever heard from him. He's so proud of that, and he should be. It was awesome. I'm living the American dream. Oh, and he is. He is living the American dream. It's awesome. No, we talked, I don't know, talked, talked about New York a lot and him being a garbage man. That was pretty awesome. I that, wonder how... ties, that all ties under his living the dream. So, yeah, that's always the main topic. I wonder how many big apples he's disposed of in New York. Or rats. Gross. <laughs> or rats, too. Or, wow. or ninja turtles. Mutant or ninja, ninja turtles. turtles. You know, I bet there's a lot of Donatellas down there. <laughs> <laughs> Where did I find all this pizza? <laughs> <laughs> The Palos would love would love uh, the Ninja mm. Turtles. Oh God! Ugh. 
Well, that's uh, that's one stereotype enough. Luckily, I'm Italian, so I can barely get away with that reference. See? You're allowed. You're allowed. I'm allowed. I'm exempt. Yep. I am not. I'm going to get in trouble uh, now. Let's talk about a family that we actually barely mentioned, probably because they were barely on the season, the Aiello's. Mm-hmm. Mm. So the dad and son-in-laws. Yes. They, yeah, 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 yeah. They were such, well, from my perspective, they were super, super diverse. Like, they all had such different personalities, but, like, they worked really well together, believe it or not. Like, they really, really did. And Mr. Aiello, Except through mud. Yeah, they, they they cannot drive a damn Jeep through wet mud. I mean, I'm sure Four they men home. can't drive a Jeep. That sounds like a riddle. Listen, they went home with their heads down between their pants and were apologizing to their wives that they shamed their family, all because they can't drive. But, you know, who says that women are the worst drivers? The Islas are the worst drivers. Yeah. No. They are the coolest guys um, in the world. Yeah, I think they're pretty awesome. But again, I don't know them that well because they weren't on that long. Do, are they aware that there's two reflecting pools now? Let's hope so. Shit, that that sucks. That that's embarrassing. That place is confusing. And if you're not historically knowledgeable like I am not, then life can be a little difficult. Didn't so you guys enter study history? Didn't you guys enter in from like the wrong side of the reflecting pool, even when you got to the right one? Us probably. <laughs> I, I, I can't even tell you. Yeah, I'm not. I, nope, I'm not even gonna say it because I'm just gonna shame myself. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, I know we ran around like a lot looking for that frigging clue, and I think we ran past it. Okay, so Megan, what's what do you want the audience to know about your season or your experience in general on Family Edition? So it kind of goes back to your question. Or I don't know. We talked briefly about like people think that our season was pretty boring and in one breath I can kind of appreciate why they say that but overall like yeah we went in wanting to go around the world but we saw our own country in the most amazing light that we ever could we got to see Canada we got to see Costa Rica and Canada or Panama like it was a, it really was an experience of a lifetime and and there's no pun intended when I say it was amazing because there really is no other word to describe an experience like we had um, it was really cool because I turned 21 when I was on the show. So when we were filming, I got I got to turn 21. So who gets to say that like they were in Costa Rica on someone else's dime when they turned 21? Like I didn't go out boozing, but shit, like I was traveling the country. It was amazing. Um, overall, it was just a really awesome experience, and I would I would totally, totally, I'm begging casting directors to let me do it again. Kind of, yes, definitely. And have you made any Amish friends uh, since your time on the race? I'm pretty sure they're ashamed to know us or even think that they know us. So no, no, they 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 didn't talk to us. Nope. No, um, no Amish paradise. No, they were very ashamed that we couldn't pull that buggy. We embarrassed just, embarrassed the Lancaster, Ohio Amish people. I'm sorry. I just see your guys's pictures being boarded up on the. On uh, walls or uh, on their uh, settlements. Yes, I'm going to imagine that's true. <laughs> Darts being thrown at it, maybe. 
And which, you guys did a Civil War reenactment. Which team would be best described as having their own Civil War throughout the course of the season? Ooh. Hmm. I mean, it's pretty obvious with the Weavers and the Lenses, right? Like, that. that's a war. Or are you talking, like, a Civil War meaning a, a war between their own family? Within their own family, yes. That's what I, that's what I figured you meant. So we're going to go with, with uh, probably, ooh. I don't know, because they all had their own drama at times. But just based on, like, what we saw with arguing, I'm going to go with, I love you, Palos, but it's the Palos. The Pow Pows? Yeah, the Pow Pows. Pow Pows, but Pow-Pows. Yeah, Pow Pows. But I'll tell you, the Schroeders tended to argue a little bit, because Stassi, you know, would get a little sassy with, with her dad, so. Sassy maybe, stats. Maybe them too. Yes. Sassy Stassi. During that fourth episode when they were eliminated, did you guys come up with a drinking game where you take a drink every time Stassi says, but every second counts? <laughs> no, but that's that's a very creative game that you come that you have come up with. <laughs> I play it every week. Ah, no wonder you like to booze. You were playing it last night, weren't you, Logan? <laughs> uh, I was playing a lot of games I shouldn't have last You're night. You're a drinker. <laughs> Not really. It was Halloween. It was Halloween. Mm. I was dressed up as Carmen San Diego. I was, that's I was where having it fun. Guys, that's where it starts. If you can't admit you got a problem, then you need to just talk to somebody, okay? I need more I need the I need more steps than what it takes to enter that giant shoe. I need I need a really big step program. That's right. <laughs> that shoe. Oh my god. We were, oh god. The shoe, the chair, the tree ball. Yeah, we had some exciting locations, didn't we? Did you know that that giant shoe was featured in a Snoop Dogg music video? No. There's a little fun fact for you. It's, it's not fake news, huh? No, I don't, I don't know. Well, it just looked a lot like the big shoe, the, or as, as they say in the music video, a big-ass shoe. Uh, huh. And it looked a lot like it, like the ones you guys went to at the start of the second episode. So maybe I can say I'm gangsta, and I went to the same place yeah. that Snoop Dogg was in. Cool. I like it. See, you have, you have an in with the LBC. I got street cred. <laughs> and I'm sure I had one more really stupid question. That doesn't sound like you, Logan. Not uh, like any of these have been stupid before. No, I'm just kidding. No, just they were you. all highly were intellectuals, Megan. Come I on. love them. I mean, really, they made me think. <laughs> Damn it! I had one really good stupid question, and now I've forgotten it. This is terrible. Because it was stupid. Yeah, maybe my my mind mentally uh, suppressed it for my own benefit. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Oh, I know. Actually, it wasn't that stupid. Um, uh, did you know, because I know you don't really watch Amazing Race anymore, but one task from your season was officially featured as a switchback 14 seasons later. Really? Yes. Ooh, you want to guess what that task guess which is? One it is? I don't know which one it would be. Okay, I don't know which one it would be. Tell me. If I give you the city, do you want to take another guess? Or oh, an actual guess? Uh, yeah, give me the city. Washington, D.C. Was it where Nick had to run around with the, with the suitcase people? Yes. They did that. Really? As a, that was, that was the, that's the one task they have used as a switchback from Family Edition. I got to say, that actually took... those. It, well... It took my brother a lot longer than some people, but it, it was not easy. That was a lot of running for those guys. Was, did you did like they, that they used it or no? Did you think it was a lame task? Uh, I didn't. I mean, it's, I mean, it's family edition. Uh, some it's, of the tasks. Uh, right. 
It was right. kind of it's neat, neat to see one. a nod at some point because they did it so. when uh, they did it as a switchback. Because in season twenty-two, they had the finish line in DC, and that's the only other time DC was visited was when you guys went there. So if there's any yeah. task to use, use the all the sky is blue, the sea is green. Aha! Look at that. See, we're not that uncool that we can still be used again. Yeah, absolutely. You know. You know? Did you ever hear about the story where Phil Kogan got, uh, was uh, afraid he was getting in lots of trouble uh, because yeah. of your guys this season? Yes, he mentioned this when uh, it was like a reality TV host uh, roundtable. And they were talking about, oh, what was, what was something, what was your least favorite, uh, like what's something that happened in your series that uh, didn't work out well? So then Phil was talking about Family Edition and he didn't like how he had to eliminate little kids. And... Uh, and then he mentioned one story where he went to the the school where the back black the black family was, and when he introduced them, uh, he's like, "And here we are, the black family." And everyone looked like they are ready to uh, uh, weren't too happy with Phil. And then he said, "Oh, I thought I was going to be killed for a second, and then and then they realized what I meant, and everything was fine." So, yeah, so funny story, and this is the biggest story I tell people because I get that question all the time. Like, what did you think when you first heard that the Black family were the Black family? And I was like, oh, my God. Okay, so we're, I told you we're all on a bus. The, the windows are blacked out, and they're calling us off by our last name to get off the bus. First up, Black family, get off the bus. They all stand up, and we all look at each other like, no, they did not <laughs> just do that. Because we didn't know what each other's names were. So when the Black family stood up, we were like, oh, my God. What kind of show did we just get on? Yeah. And then we quickly figured out that was their last name. We are like, oh, thank God. Okay, good. All right. All right. These are good people. These, this is a good, yeah, good production. We're okay. I will never yeah. forget the double take I did when the season premiere, when the premiere right? aired. And then Phil just says, and next, the Black family. Oh, my God. And I'm sure... I can only imagine what was going through his head after he read the script. Like, really? Really? Do you know how much shit I'm going to get for this? Like, they needed to have a disclaimer. Like, this is their last name before he says anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. At least at least they didn't, like, pause and didn't uh, wait to get off the bus. So, so there wasn't a producer saying, <laughs> saying like, oh, Blacks, that would get be off so, the bus. Oh, my God. That would be so bad. Blacks, get off the bus. There are so many, oh. so many things that could have gone wrong, really. Oh, I had to get in one black family reference in there. Oh, you know. Oh. You know. Only family edition can get away with that. Because we're so not dramatic, right? <laughs> Gotta add some fun in there. And then I think Tom Bergeron was at that round table. He's like, what was the next family called? The honky family? Like, uh, who, who was next? <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot I know it's also like why did they start with that like really that was the first one okay <laughs> oh well um, I think we have a quick couple of silly rapid fire questions All right, um, the, the first is who would win in a fight between a baboon and a badger oh my god uh, a, a, a badger no. You, you sound very on the fence. Uh, you don't sound very committed to your answer. I, I have no idea because I'm not really sure what a badger looks like. It's the thing on the 
It's on the it's the Hufflepuff uh, logo. It's the Hufflepuff coat of arms is a badger. What the hell is Hufflepuff? It's from Harry Potter. From Harry I've Potter. I've never seen Harry Potter in my life. Have you read the books? Nope. <laughs> oh. Let's I go with Baboon. I, just... I know what that is. That's a monkey. Okay. All right. Baboon, it is. Who is your favorite member of NSYNC or the Backstreet Boys? Oh, Justin Timberlake. JT. JT. No, no one has ever answered Chris Kirkpatrick for this question. Well, you know, that's unfortunate for him. It is unfortunate. <laughs> if anybody needs some love, it's him. Uh, maybe maybe <laughs> Bill can uh, reach out to him. Uh, what, who would you... Well, who would you rather fight? A thousand uh, Bart the Bear-sized Carissas or one Carissa-sized Bart the Bear? <laughs> so weird. Um, uh, one... Can I point out, this is not a normal question. This is just Logan out <laughs> living now. One Carissa-sized Bart the Bear. Or one Bart the Bear-sized Carissa. The little thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'll just chop kick it. Go. Chop kick. Uh, okay, and and we always ask this one. Uh, I don't know. What, oh, we start. We we've. It's been a tradition of ours. The last uh, rapid fire question is: Are you pregnant? Nope. I wish. You stopped at four. My husband says we're done. He's a jerk. <laughs> is it because of family edition where it's like we won a million dollars with a family of four? Let's just stop at four. No, it's because we don't have a million dollars anymore and we can't afford anymore. <laughs> Freaking kids are expensive. A, yes, they are. That's why Michael and I each have so many kids of each of our own. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, did you have any rapid fire questions that I missed? I think those are our usual trio. No, although I will say, when I was editing the uh, the Alex Boylan interview, I was laughing so much when you at the awkwardness of the rapid fire question when when you were like, "Who'd win in a fight between a baboon and a badger?" And he was like, "What? What? What are you talking?" About? <laughs> it made me laugh so much. It's the weirdest freaking question. It's not fair because I don't know what one of those things are. <laughs> <laughs> Who would win between a monkey and a bear? Let's go with that. Oh, a bear. <laughs> On that note, I. Is there anything else you want to uh, say, Megan, before we conclude this podcast? No, guys, but thank you so much for thinking of me and, and letting me do this and, you know, relive my old glory days. It was awesome. Yes, we had a lot of fun, too. Um, too bad we couldn't have any of the other lenses to join you today. I'm no, it's sure. not. They're losers. You didn't want to talk They're about lose? it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Sorry. I mean... You know what? Scott really needs to raise his standards. Why? Why is he? Why is he going after Bone? Why? Right. Right. I don't get it. I don't get it. What's the special about Bone, guys? Okay. At least go with an Aiello. That right. Scotty is gonna love all this attention. He's gonna like. Uh, he's gonna be spamming me with messages when he hears this. You're welcome, Scott. So, thank you for listening to this shorter than expected interview series. We will be back next week for Vista Mold 2019. I'm very excited for that. Enjoy your new year. If you've got any questions, feel free to contact us on our Facebook page, Reality TV Warriors, on our Twitter account, RTV Warriors, our own Twitter pages, MJ Hamster for me, and Logs for Logan. See you next time. Bye. Peace out.